0: Log Talk Radio. Hi there! I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And we know that one of the best ways to do that is through travel and exploring the wonders of nature. And that's why I am especially excited to introduce our guest today, Joe Yogerst. Joe is an editor, writer, and photographer who has lived and worked on four continents, Asia, Africa, Europe, and North America. His writing has appeared in numerous major publications, including, among others, Condé Nast Traveler, CNN Travel, and National Geographic Traveler, as well as in 40 National Geographic books. I, myself, have had the great pleasure of interviewing Joe when his amazing book, 100 Parks, 5,000 Ideas, came out, and he is going stronger than ever. In fact, Joe is joining us today to share all about his latest must-have book. It's called National Geographic's 50. 50- 500 campgrounds i know each of you is going to want to have this one in your personal library and i can't wait to get going so welcome joe
1: thanks have, thanks for having me eileen i'm, I'm glad to join you today
0: well, boy, am I happy to have you, because uh, like all National Geographic publications, the photographs in your book are truly stunning, and also all the information you provide and even just leafing through the pages makes me want to start packing and getting my gathering my camping gear together. <laughs> but before we get into the book itself, I'm really interested in a little bit about your personal background and how your love for travel began, because you go all over the place.
1: Well, I grew up in Southern California in one of those little beach towns, uh, Pacific Beach, actually, which is on the north side of San Diego. And I had an uncle, Uncle Emil, who subscribed to a magazine called National Geographic. And when I went over to my (laughs) uncle's house, I used to lie on his living room floor and just leaf through these magazines for hours. And I finally persuaded my parents to subscribe to it. So, I Got started with my as a world traveler by looking at these magazines and the National Geographic maps that came with many of the issues Um, so I I guess I mean I Often wonder where I got my wonderlust You know looking at my some of my relatives my ancestors. They were they were great travelers, too especially my my grandmother who um, started traveling on her own at the age of 14 (laughs) so Maybe oh, I got a lot gosh. of proteins. Yeah. Um, so I well, think that's talk, what it was. Talk I mean, yeah. You know, you know, during no, during college when I was, when I you know my friends were buying new cars and things and looking for, you know, high-paying jobs after school, and I was interested in saving up my money to go backpacking in Europe and Asia and things like that, and driving old uh, cars like a Pinto and a Dodge Dart and what have you. So. <laughs> It's always been a priority of mine. It's my addiction, I guess you could say.
0: Well, and an addiction that you have very thoughtfully and professionally shared with the rest of us, because your books really are so great. And this one, this latest one, 50 States, 500 Campgrounds, is one of the best, I have to say. Because, uh, interestingly enough, even though, you know, again, my audience and i have to confess to being a little uh, on the older side camping is for everyone and it's certainly become more popular Uh, what are some of the reasons that you think uh, people have really started enjoying camping more
1: well COVID helped a lot if there's a silver lining to a pandemic it's the fact that more people in the united states decided to discover their own country and that camping was one of the easier cheaper safer ways to do it so I think that has a lot to do with the increased popularity. Another thing is the fact that um, you know a lot of baby boomers are have retired already, been retired for a while, and the people coming up behind them, the Gen Xers, are starting to retire already. And um, one of the things you do when you retire is travel. Um, so there's more people reaching uh, basically a, a demographic and an age where they're able to do it. Um, so I think those two things together. Um, really added to the increase in interest in camping and traveling in general in the United States over the past couple of years.
0: Well, and speaking of travel and doing things, let's get into the specifics of the book. Uh, Now, you've organized it geographically, which I appreciate. It's really easy to kind of where you want to go and then find out additional information. But the subtitle of the book is Where to Go, When to Go, What to See, and What to Do, because you provide a wonderful overview of each site. So tell us a little bit about what uh, people that are going to purchase this book will find inside the pages.
1: Well, it's not just about campgrounds. I know that's the title, but the whole idea from the very beginning was that it would be different, different ways that you can camp. Um, so it also has camp Um, It also has glamping, which is, you know, kind of fancy luxury camping of a Safari style tent that's already there. It's fully furnished and there's a There's a mess tent a dining room bar tent that's like an old circus big top that you go and get your meals and some gourmet chef cooks them for you and pours your martinis and etc There's there's a lot of cabins cabins cabin camping is just as old as tent camping and There's a lot of amazing camping resorts around, or cabin resorts around the country. Um, We also have tree houses and yurts and um, vintage travel trailer resorts, which are now a big thing, either um, with old Airstreams or various other types of old trailers that have been restored and clustered together in very interesting places like Santa Fe, New Mexico has a great um, vintage travel trailer resort. and um, so it's a variety of places that, that, that get you outdoors and into nature that are not a hotel or a lodge or a motel or anything like that. Um, it's really getting closer to the land than you would be otherwise.
0: When you're there and like you say, if it's maybe a glamping experience or something where you join with your fellow glampers
1: <laughs> for cocktails yes.
0: or dinner or whatever, you get to know people in a different way because it's a real casual environment.
1: Yes, you do very much. So, um, and, and also I st- in cabins. I found the same thing because you get to know the owners and they they might be in a village on the outskirts of a national park. So you kind of explore the town and get to know what the region is like and just not the park you're visiting. So I think that they're, they're, gay, they're you know, camping is a, a great way not to explore parks, but also the countryside and the towns that are around these parks. Well,
0: and that brings me to another point about this book. Not only do you talk about, you know, again, the general area and what to see, but you also get into the really important practical aspects and specifics, like, you know, uh, how much it costs, how long, you you know, how to make reservations, whether or not RVs are allowed, uh, a whole host of information. And I'm wondering, I'm sure you have a staff to help you, but this had to have been a major undertaking because it is so (laughs) specific. can so
1: helpful well in, in a way it's a lifetime accumulation of knowledge because i've been camping since at least i was four years old um and i did the whole boy scout thing and i became a really avid camper in in college really and it's never stopped and when i started having kids we did the whole camping thing we did family camp in arizona for eight straight summers We did the whole YMCA guide program, um, a wide variety of desert, river, mountain, and island camping, beach camping, the whole thing, and um, so yeah, you know, I I didn't visit all 500 of these these campgrounds. Um, That would have taken me 10 years to do, but.
0: um, Yes.
1: But I tried to go to as many as pe- as possible, and then I hit up family and friends to to go to more. My daughters were very useful in finding me places and going to check them out in Wyoming and Montana and New Hampshire, Massachusetts, places <sighs> like that. Um, and a lot of the others, I just you know, you kind of find them, hear about them, and then you contact the owners and talk to them on Zoom and look at the place on Google Street View and have emails to go back and forth and telephone conversations and find out as much as you can. If there's a YouTube video, um, it's helpful to kind of be able to tour a campsite that you can't go to yourself. So there's a lot of ways to find out about them without going, but I did try to go to as many as possible because I just love to travel and I love to camp. Well,
0: Joe, this is such a treasure trove. Not only, as I say, I mean, are they... The, the photographs are amazing but the information is beyond what anybody could hope. So we've got like a half a minute left before you have to we have to close. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners?
1: Well, there's a lot of new people camping because of COVID, it never did it before. And I hope they're all responsible campers. You know, you have to basically um respect the environment that you're in and you respect your fellow campers and i know that the first summer of covid 2020 there were a lot of incidents where people weren't doing that so you know like i said ah. respect respect nature and respect your fellow campers and you'll be fine and you'll love camping
0: well, Joe, that is, a, on that very high note, an important word. So thank you for sharing that because I agree. Sometimes we take our Mother Earth for granted in big ways that we shouldn't. So we will, people that are campers, let's hope they do respect that. So again, thank you for your time sharing your information, your travel expertise, and your wonderful energy with us.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: I'm catching you when your next book comes out, I hope, because this is a pleasure for me, too. And I'm sure all of you listeners out there have learned a lot and are more than ready to head out on your own camping adventure. But before you do that, be sure you pick up a copy of National Geographic's and Joe Yogurt's 50 States 500 Campgrounds. It's most definitely a treasure trove of useful information and a real feast for the eyes. So until next time, this is Mary Irene Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.